Hello again, and welcome back to another episode of the Unstoppable Tad Project. On this episode, I'm going to talk about why everyone should be aiming to not be fragile when it comes to their training, especially if injuries have limited you in the past, and why that is the thing that you should be focused on for the best long-term mindset around staying consistent with your training. But before I get into today's podcast, I would like to ask you all a few quick favors. Number one, whatever podcast platform you are listening to this on, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, or any of the other podcast platforms, please make sure you're subscribed. And while you're there, if the platform allows it, leave us a five-star review. If you're also able to share it around with anybody else who you think might get some value out of what it is that I'm doing here. My goal with this is to firstly give everyone a little bit of an insight into my life as a dad, as a husband, as a father, and as a coach, and also hopefully give you on each episode some usable bits of information that you can take away into your daily life and make those incremental changes in areas that you are looking to make some changes in. So by able to do that and continue to produce this and give this out to you for free, I need your help in getting the word out there and continuing to grow this podcast as you have successfully helped me do over the last couple of years. But thank you to those of you that continue to listen. Thank you to those of you that continue to send me messages of support, suggestions, questions, and all that other great stuff that helps me uh, continue to produce this and put this content out. So this week, title of the episode is Don't Be Fragile. Now, we can take that a whole bunch of different ways. And some of people may read that and go, oh, shit, like, what, what's he mean? Does he mean like, don't be emotional and don't be, you know, don't be fragile when it comes to a man showing his emotions and things like that? It's not that. Um, the podcast is not about that today. Um, there is, that's opening up a bag of worms that I don't know that I'm ready to go into today. I've spoke about my um, emotional and mental health journey a lot of different times on the podcast over the last two and a bit years. But when I say don't be fragile, I mean, don't be don't be physically fragile. And when I say physically fragile, the fact is, obviously, having been a physical performance, strength and conditioning coach, put whatever label on it you want to put on a personal trainer, whatever the case might be, over the last 15 years, my goal, and this has evolved over the years, but I was thinking about that this... I was thinking about it this week and the reason I was thinking about it was I was talking to a client. I've got a couple of in per- select in-person pe- clients that I work with every week and one of the men that I work with, uh, he has, he's quite got a quite a long injury history. Now, he's a little bit older, he's in his 60s, but his goal is to get back to doing more surfing like he wants to in his later years and look, he's not in that bad shape. But he has, he's got some hip problems, he's got some lower back problems, and these things have held him back quite severely over the last couple of years. So what we're working on is we're working on making him stronger and getting him back to the point where he's able to do more surfing and he's able to be more physically active. So the point of training for this gentleman is to not be fragile. And he actually used those words with me. He said, one of the biggest things I've noticed over the last couple of weeks is that I don't feel as fragile. 
as in when he does things, he is not having to think about his injuries as much, and he's not having to be as cautious when he does stuff. Now, that doesn't mean there isn't certain things that he doesn't have, he's not mindful of when he does them, and he's not mindful of the fact that maybe he needs to uh, be wary when he takes, when he moves a particular way or he picks up a particular thing in the off chance that it may flare back up his injury because he's in early stages of rehab. But the goal for him long-term is to try and be as less fragile as possible. And I really think this is something that a lot of people need to take on board because we can talk about, I guess, micro goals when it comes to training, trying to lose weight, um, trying to lift X amount of uh, weight on a particular movement, back squat, deadlift, bench press, whatever it is. But the overall goal of training for training for long-term health and well-being and long-term longevity should be to not be fragile. You don't want to be fragile. You want to be useful. The point of training is to be proficient in your overall daily movement and to be as useful as possible. And to be as useful as possible is to be able to move unhindered in a way and perform tasks without having to be slow, cautious, steady, and being overly mindful of taking your time to do things because you're worried about getting hurt or you're worried about getting broken. You want to be able to use your body to complete tasks with minimal effort, without with minimal thinking and without having to stop, breathe, brace when you do that. Like if you're bending over to pick something up, especially something light, you don't want to have to be, if you've had back issues, you don't want to be, have to be at a point where I'm going to, I'm bracing myself properly and I'm getting into this proper deadlift position and I'm going to bend at my knees to go and pick your water bottle up off the floor or to pick you know, one of the kids' pencil cases up off the floor or whatever the case might be. You want to be able to, with minimal effort and minimal thought, and in a proficient way, be able to bend up and bend over and just pick that thing up. And if you have injuries and you've had injuries and especially long-term injuries that have held you back for a while, a lot of people will struggle to do that. They'll struggle to put themselves into that position because they haven't built the requisite strength to be able to get themselves to the point where they don't, where they don't feel fragile anymore. They still feel like they're broken and they're too worried about, or they're too worried about hurting themselves again. Or maybe it's the case that just some of these micro movements almost re-aggravate that injury. If it's a back thing, you feel it grab really quickly and it gives you this instant reminder that, oops, I can't do that because I have this injury, because I am a little fragile, I feel a little broken. But the thing is, there is always a way out of that. There is always something you can do. Now, again, whenever I'm giving out this advice, it is always very context dependent. If you've listened to this podcast for a while, you will know, and you are probably sick of me hearing saying, context matters, you need to go and see somebody and get the right advice for your particular context. And that 100% holds true to what I'm saying here because not every instance is the same, but for almost every person, 
there is going to be something you can do to get yourself to the point where you are less fragile. And the amount of work that is going to need to go into getting you to that point is going to be different based off the injury itself, based off your training history, and based off a few other factors that are going to be needed to take into consideration. But there is a way out for almost everybody where we are able to get you back to a point where you are able to be less fragile and you are able to start to do things that you want to do. And instead of moving in a fragile and broken way, we can get to a point that you can just move. You can move with minimal thought and minimal effort. And the way most people need to do that is they need to physically build enough strength well past the point of that given task. Now, what do I mean by that? Let's break that down a little bit. What I mean by that is, let's take the example that I've just given of picking something off the floor. So it may be something super light. It's a water bottle, it's a pencil off the floor, whatever the case might be. I've met many, many people over my years of being a coach who are unable to just do that task. They're unable to bend over and tie their shoelaces in the morning without either having to be extremely cautious about taking that action or just almost avoiding the action completely because they just know that it's going to cause them pain in doing it. So what we want to do within the training program is build their strength through that range of motion to a point that it is well past being able to pick that thing up off the ground. So if you are at a point where you can, you know, deadlift, and I'm, again, I am very much generalizing this, right? This isn't an X equals Y scenario. It may be different for everybody, but a deadlift as a movement is picking something up and putting it back down again. And if you're able to deadlift your own body weight, there's a better than average and you're able to do it well and you're able to move proficiently and you're able to do the deadlift task with minimal effort, then how much easier is it going to be bending over to pick up that water bottle or bending over to pick up that pencil or bending over to tie your shoelaces in the morning? The answer is it's going to be quite easy because the load that you are doing in training is far, far less than the load you are having to undertake in daily life. So that is an instance where if we can do that in training, we have built, we have physically built our strength to a point which is well past the task that we need it to do. And then when it comes to injury and when it comes to doing daily tasks, there is a quite a large psychological element to overcoming that. And what I have observed with the people that I have coached, and I am by no way or means a psychologist, but what I have observed within those people that I have worked with is psychologically, they are able to overcome a lot of those barriers because they have that confidence in their body to be able to complete those known and novel tasks in daily life because of what they can do in the weight room and what they can do in training. Because what they have seen themselves and what they have done within themselves in the training room, the demands of that are far superior than what they need to do in daily life. And as a result of that, they have the confidence to be able to 
bend over and pick that thing up off the floor unhindered because of the confidence they have built in the weight room. And that can psychologically help them overcome that particular roadblock or mental roadblock that they may have. And now that's, again, that is not going to be universal. Some people are going to need to do some work to overcome certain things, especially those people where when I say it's a long-term injury, maybe it's something that's plagued them for their entire life. So they've got 20 plus years of built up stories in their head and built up limitations that they've been unable to overcome. And building that physical strength may help that to a point, but there may be additional things that they need to do outside of the weight room or outside of the gym in order to uh, overcome those mental roadblocks that are there. But from the people that I have helped and I have worked with, what I have observed is that psychologically it helps them because they have that confidence in their body and in their own ability to complete that particular task because the steps that we have taken in the gym have been ones that we are working towards being able to far exceed the load, the range of motion that they are going to need to complete those daily tasks. And at the end of the day, that is what we want to work towards is we want to work towards being less fragile with our movement in our day-to-day by building up that strength base to a point where we don't have to think about the injury that we've had. We've moved past that. We have created this new identity of somebody who is strong, who is capable in our own life, who is not limited by that injury that has potentially plagued us for a few years. And as you move past this, there are going to be points where you are still going to have to be mindful. Like there may be these tasks that you have never done before in daily life and you are going to drift back to, oh, my back, I've got to be careful, cautious of my back when I do this. And you will have to do that because of course we don't want to re-injure it. So we have to be mindful, but ultimately you want to get to a point where you don't need to be. You can move freely, you can move fluidly without the mental limitations that plague you when the injury is at its peak and those pain levels are at the peak. The whole point of you training is to not be fragile and you can take that even for somebody who is not injured or hasn't been injured in the past. The point of training for that person is to never get to the point where they are fragile, to be able to stay as independent for as long as possible, to be able to, for the vast majority of people that are listening to this podcast, to be able to complete tasks with your kids, to be able to play with your kids unhindered and unhampered well into your later years and to be able to do that with your grandkids, to be able to continue to do that into your 60s, 70s, 80s. I've told the story about uh, one of my neighbors here at home who is he's in his mid-80s and you would never pick that he was of that age because he is active, he still trains every day, he plays lawn bowls, you see him with his grandkids, and he's an active man. And for me, I look at somebody like that and I go, that is like, that's the goal to be able to be as active as possible and be able to do the things that we love with those that we love well into our later years, unhindered, unhampered, and without the thought that we are going to 
not be able to do this and holding ourselves back internally because we're too fragile to not be able to get past that so at the end of the day if you are training bear that in mind you not saying any other goal is bad not at all everyone has seasons when it comes to their training and their life and trust me i've had plenty of them over my years when it's come to my training whether it has been training for football whether it has been weightlifting whether it's been a bit of crossfit jiu-jitsu whatever the case might be but i think as we get older and as we get clarity on where we want to be into our later years the idea that training should be focused around trying to keep up us as active and as strong as we can be for as long as possible into our later years is one that very very much holds true for every single person on earth and it's something that i'm working towards and i will constantly be working towards and the sooner you can get started on that the more chance you're going to have of it happening and then almost the less effort less the least amount of effort is going to be required as you get into those later years because you have built that base. Whereas if you leave the run too late, and I shouldn't say too late because it's not too late to start, but if you leave the run in your 50s or 60s and you haven't done it before in the past, the amount of work you're going to have to put in to catch up to the person that started in their 20s or 30s or even 40s is going to be far, far greater because that person has already put in that groundwork and built that foundation so that now that when they are in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, they need to do the work to be able to keep that base as and keep that strength as much as they can. But the effort is not going to be as much as somebody who has left their run till a little bit later in life. So... If you've been on the fence about getting started on something, hopefully that convinces you to uh, go seek some help. If you want some help from myself um, and you'd like to explore the training programs that I provide, there's a link in the show notes. You can jump on, you can book in a time. We can have a chat and see if what I offer is a good fit for you. Uh, But there are plenty of great trainers, great coaches and great people who can help you get to the point where you are not only not fragile now and able to Uh, complete everyday tasks with minimal effort and build that strength base very wide and build that uh, pyramid of overall fitness very high. But they can help get you to the point that in your later years, uh, you are able to live a more physically fuller, more fulfilled life as a result of the work you've put in in your younger years. So Thanks again for listening. Let me know if you have any questions around that. Send me a message on the social. So at The Unstoppable Dad on Instagram, The Unstoppable Dad Project on Facebook. And uh, I will talk to you all next week. Goodbye.